93.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hola, amigos. It is Thursday. And we got a ton to get into today. As the Saints schedule has been fully leaked, we will get into that here as well. As it is Thursday, which means Jordan Kleber, freshly finished student over at SLU. It is Thursdays with the crew of KDs. And to celebrate you, you're done. I'm done. You have like no more school. I have no more school but Saturday graduation. No, no, I'm talking about like you. Oh, yeah. I never have to have another homework assignment ever again. No classes. No no more classes. No more 15-week essay papers. No more. That thing took you forever, By by the way. Just got it this morning. Got yeah. a 95 on it. A 95, so. ladies and gentlemen. I'll take it. It literally took you oh about boy, a month man. and a half, didn't you? No, seriously, how long did it take you? Eh, it took me like, – well, I mean, it's a, it was something for the whole semester. So the class was basically all around this paper. So you had to do it throughout the entire semester. That sounds awful. It was. Was that worse than – what was it, statistics you took or something for some reason? Actually, no, it wasn't. You're a journalist in major, and you some reason took, like, advanced mathematics no, so or the, something. No, statistics was probably – or actually communication law was the worst one. Communication law? Yes. Either way, you will officially be on Saturday a graduate of the University of Southeastern Louisiana. I will be. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, too bad it's not UNO. But, you know. when, when's uh, the interview? We're going to have an interview. Remember on air for you to continue to work here. Oh, whenever. I on mean, air I'm, interview. It, this, I'm not a boss. I'm yep. not the boss over That's here. Right. So L- I, you have to make the interview. It's going to be fun because it's going to be conv- uh, it's going to be not only us, Scott, asking him questions, but also listeners. listeners will be able to call in and ask him questions. I don't think that is fair. It's going to be fun. It's be good. This is <laughs> well. He has to graduate from his internship, so if he wants to like be an employee, we need a, you know he's got to yes. go through the process. Employee means you yeah. get actually get paid. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all that stuff. You yeah. know. Yeah. Which, from whatever, what's your degree in? Communications. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I took <laughs> communications classes at UNO, and I was so focused on going to law school that I just got my history degree. I wish I would have focused more on communications because I, my dream of being Gus one day is that what that would is? have been, yeah. would have come Imagine into that. fruition. What you've done in your life or what I've done in my life. Yeah, but you got you got more coming, baby. <laughs> no doubt about it. All right, so uh, come on by 515 Harrison Avenue, literally nestled between Canal Boulevard. I can see the stoplight in front of me because we're facing Canal. My back's towards West End, so it's in between West End Boulevard and Canal Boulevard. We're underneath uh, the shade here in the patio. It's nice. It's got some fans with, with out here. With beautiful herb garden. It is. And, it's very nice. You know. Looking forward to it. So we got a ton to get into. One guest. That's all I have right now. It's not that nobody wanted to come on. I just, that's sad, bro. I, no, I think there's a lot to get into today, and I want you, your Wait. opinions, to Wait. chime in. Where's the man that stepped on my chest? 4K. He was supposed to be here. Oh, bummer. Let's see. I, love I haven't 4K. gotten a text that he's not, so let's... He's let's to be he determined. Was, let, he was let's see what, just like let's see a lot of the same schedule. Let's, let's see where he's at. Um, John Hendricks from Sports Illustrated will uh, give us a buzz. He's been up in Adams earlier this morning. 
updating over on the website all of the different games as they leaked one by one. Nick Underhill of New Orleans Football was first that I saw this morning. Jordan, like just after seven o'clock, to put on his site and also tweet that the Saints would open up against the dreaded division rival mm. Atlanta oh Falcons. Okay. So we're going to get into all of that and more, 800-998-1003. And again, the reason we're starting an hour early is because we have high school baseball coming up later on today here on ESPN New Orleans. Class 4A semifinal game, South Terrebonne, the Gators taking on the Titans from Lakeshore, 2 o'clock. So if you want to hear that game, just keep it here. So all three hours, just an hour earlier. So we're wrapping up here at 2. In the meantime, let's just get right into it again. I can't wait to hear from you, Jordan. You have a question of the day here as well, and that is? Yeah, it's quite simple with the schedule being released today. Saints fans, what do you think of the Saints kicking off the season at Atlanta? Also, the first three games of the season being NFC South opponents. Week two being the Bucks, and week three being the Carolina Panthers. Time now for the lead. The lead. The lead. The lead. Here's what's topping our headlines on the Sports Hangover. All right, as you just heard the intern say it, and we found out earlier this morning while you're making your breakfast, the dreaded Atlanta Falcons will be the first opponent of the season. It will be in the ATL. Make your plans now. No doubt there will be more Saints fans. They're not, Jordan. I've already thought about it. I absolutely think you got it. Your uncle's got a restaurant there. I got family there. We're absolutely going on the first oh, weekend. What do you think, Scott? You I'm ready? with you, my boys. Ready to go? I'm with you. All my right. uncle's name well, is actually could, Scott as well. So, but with two T's, I'm sure. <laughs> there yeah, it is. with two T's. There my parents is. forgot to give me. Uh, I'm ready to get that going. That is for sure. Now, one of the things that I do find interesting when you look at it, by the way, not that you are asking, but I am already because I uh, know that the graph is already pacing. He literally texted me that as I sent that this morning. One hundred. And 22 days until kickoff on September 11th against the Atlanta Falcons. God, that seems so 102. Actually, it's not. What do you think All about right. it? Week one, September 11th, that will be the Atlanta Falcons. So I want your opinions and thoughts on that. But let me tell you where I think the beginning of this starts. And quite honestly, you heard Scott kind of say it already during that uh, that little open there when we played the lead. And he kept saying the word brutal. Week two, at home, Buccaneers, per the leaks, at noon. Week three, at the Panthers, noon, in Carolina. And you already know, week four, October 2nd, you're in London. They've done that before the last few times. They've gone overseas. It's always a game in the East Coast, and then they just go. They fly from there. The first time they went and played the Chargers, the trip that I was a part of, literally played Carolina, and they just took off from Charlotte to go overseas. We do well there, though. I want to get into it, though. You said brutal. I'm going to disagree. Yeah, I mean, because... I love the, it. You know, the, I love it. Let me tell Falcons you why. should suck. Okay, well, first off, in the first three games, they're division opponents. Yeah. The, the easiest way to get into the postseason is to win your division. Also, Correct. the easiest way okay. to not make the postseason is okay. to it lose. Is. So I got two Debbie Downers My big right deal right. is who's, who's going to be playing running guys, back. Can I finish? Can, yeah, I, can I finish? Let I guess finish. we will. Let me finish. It's what you would want from a couple of aspects of it. You know these teams. 
There's no surprise. There's no what this guy's going to do and all that stuff. I think right now, this second, 11.07, May 12th, the Saints roster is better than the Falcons and Panthers. Yes. Regardless of who Scott is playing running back at the time, and we don't know yet. We're going to get into that. Regardless whether Kamara plays or not, the Saints roster is better than the Falcons and Panthers. I'm confident of that. I, I believe that at the very least. I got all summer. I got 122 days to get ready for those pigeons. I got 122 yeah. days to get ready for what they did in the Dome with Kyle Pitts when they looked like the greatest show on turf and we couldn't stop them. And then once we figured it out, we smacked them at the end of the last season last year. My point is, Marcus Mariota, seriously, that's gonna, is that, that's no. scaring you, Jordan? That's, why are you raising no. your eyebrows? Why is that scaring you? And I know they got Drake one. You know what? Congratulations to them. It's also his first NFL game. Alright? Now. Yeah, preseason. So yeah. I'm okay with that. It's the, it's the pigeons. The Buccaneers, at the very least, you know what you have with them. They haven't beaten you in the regular season. I'm not saying that that's the reason I'm super pumped about it. At some point in time, that's going to change. But I think off the bus, on the bus, on the field, however you look at it, you are absolutely can match with them. So it should be a game. Especially early. Like the, exactly. And it should be a game like the other regular season games that you've played against them. They're either going to go down in the fourth quarter or you smack them over in Tampa. Bottom line, I know who they are. I know who they are. We're good. Panthers. You're better than them. Yeah. You're better than them. You lost at Carolina last year because you didn't have a coaching staff because of COVID. Right, right. And you couldn't stop them in the first half. And then Dennis Allen, who, by the way, is now the head coach, he made adjustments. He only scored right. once in the right. whole second half. My point is this. If that's how I start the season, I will take that over facing teams that I don't face often like the Bengals, facing teams that maybe sometimes give me trouble like the Eagles or the Ravens and Lamar. Like, I know these teams. I'm going to know their rosters. Yep. Two of the three I think you're better than. I play the Buccaneers very well at home. That place is going to be bananas. And quite honestly, they haven't seen the kind of roster that I'm also going to bring here as well. So before you get all nervous, I need the, remember I need Michael Thomas is notes. back. I, and remember Chris Olave, I mean, you know, is, is, uh, is, is also back. I mean, he's part of the team here as well. Defensively, you've added that. Jordan, breathe. Breathe. Yes. Because Tom Brady's got to face Peyton Turner and, and Davenport, hopefully. Again, and I understand you can say, well, if everyone's healthy through training camp. Same thing goes with them as well. But I'm okay. I like that. It's a chance to go three and zero. And here's the other thing, Kamara, which is pretty really bad for us. If he's going to get suspended, I think it's going to be after the start of the regular season. Well, again, because we thought the trial's not until September or something, and he didn't. Now Deontay Hardy was, but that was towards the end of the season. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. So, you know, I mean, obviously players are different if you have them or not. What? You haven't said anything so other are you than mar- you look like you're losing. Are what? you are, are you marking it down 3-0 to I'm, start the season? I'm marking down right, the reason why I think that the start of the season is a solid, as as good as I would want schedule-wise, because you have an opportunity to go 3-0. I do. I was I was called insane last year right. for saying the Saints are going to go 5-0 before the bye. Okay, there was a lot more unknowns. Really? Yes. 
You don't have Sean Payton this year. I feel like that's a huge unknown. Yeah, you know, I could make the case an argument having Sean Payton last year might have hurt the team. Here we Completely go. Completely over-evaluated just like the receiver bunch, position. Just how didn't we're going to be playing didn't a lot of cold weather games this season. Well, we're going to get Drew it Brees. <laughs> Guess what? Drew Brees was the reason I'm why saying, we didn't play I'm well in the cold weather. I'm looking at the schedule, and I'm like this. If I'm, if I'm the team, you don't think he over-evaluated no, the receiver position? No, I think position? that's all he had. No. He, he didn't have anything else, well, and that's all he, he had, had all to work with. Well, he had all. So I mean, he, he tried season, to work with he it. He made trades. He now could've, he could have went and got some receivers. He's an offensive guru, yeah, well, so that, he thought. Well, there maybe, you go. There, that, you, maybe there, so. there it is. Maybe so. Now you see, you came on. You 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 followed the, the breadcrumbs. I'll give him two. You're more. absolutely right. I think yes. Sean said, "My he he went Belichick the first year Brady left. I I can make this work." Yep. You need a Hall of Fame quarterback. You need a healthy line. You need receivers. Yep. You need a lot. Now, again, there was a lot of extreme, you know. A lot. A lot of circumstances a lot of stuff that dealt went with wrong for last year. But I'm just saying, so so why you, you started with Brutal. Hopefully I convinced you it's not at Brutal. But why do you think it's at Brutal? Because I like division opponents because I know them. I... So far, the Saints, remember, other than last year, Scott, they had won something like three or four years in a row the division. I... I'm I'm gonna pull back on brutal, okay? Um, because the division is weak. Uh, I don't think the Bucks are going to be as good as they were. Um, the Falcons are definitely going to be. They should be crappy, and Carolina <laughs> should be crappy. But the thing that scares me is early in the season, the Saints have a history of struggling with bad quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, this may be. It is on paper the best defense the Saints have ever had. This defense is strong, well coached. Everything about it says mm-hmm. this is going to be a defensive football team uh, that is going to have to figure it out on offense early on, I think. Um, I still think we need a running back, and I still think we need a tight end. Uh, I It concerns me a little bit. Some people have said that Troutman, this could be his year. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll see. But um, I, the, the tight end position concerns me. I just think the offense is going to need time to gel. And But we can beat these teams. That's a fair I assessment. I think playing well, Minnesota. That, Minnesota. That's a fair assessment how healthy is Michael Thomas going to be. Yes. How healthy is he going to be. I have no faith in Michael Thomas. Can Tyson Hill, you have no faith in Michael Thomas? No. Why? And it's Taysom Hill. Um, I just don't trust him. Uh, I don't know what he's going to be. Could he milk this injury through his contract and end up on another team? I think we need to do our best to go get Jarvis Landry. Okay, but because here, here, he's that same type of receiver. Here's the thing: you saw on an Instagram story that he's out there with Chris Olave. Yeah, right. I didn't see it. There's well, there's no indication or hadn't been a report that he's still not completely healthy now. Dennis Allen did say there's some hurdles that some guys have to get over and things of that nature. And obviously, we'll get our first indication coming up during OTAs and Saints minicamp next month. You know, do we see them? And then we'll, we'll have an idea. But, Scott, I'm kind of going on just like any of these other teams. If everyone is healthy and ready to go. Well, if everyone is healthy and ready to go. Again, it's sort of like I've said this before, though, Scott. For Michael Thomas, it behooves him to come back and play at a high level. A, since he signed that big contract with the Saints, 
several receivers have signed massive deals, and we've seen that yes. this past season. Secondly, if he doesn't want to play here, and again, I don't have any indication that it would be from that side, but if that is the case, the best way to get out of here is to show that you are still a serviceable and a good receiver to go out there and do it. No doubt. And we can't forget what I think was a key move, and it's maybe along the lines of what you're saying, that Dennis Allen took the trip to Malibu and met with him okay, a couple weeks ago. And since then, what have you seen? He's been very active on social media. He's all about, you know, Chris Olave. Again, he's had a relationship with him as well. You've been seeing him, you know, do the, the tweets on, on lyrics and all of that. He's ready to go. So my thing is, if he is healthy, you have that receiver. And, you know, again, your other things hit. You have a ch- What are you grinning about? The you last, know, I was the better last, when you weren't saying that. That's the Keyshawn Johnson but, blood. What you got? The last time the Saints have won three games in a row to start off the season yeah. was 2013. 2013. It's been a while. And so, and the first, yeah. the first two opponents. This is kind of weird. 2013. Atlanta, last time. Atlanta. Yes. And the Bucks. Atlanta, week one, and the Falcons, week two. And it was the, the Cardinals. What? Falcons. Fal- yeah. Fal- sorry. Falcons, week one. Right. Tampa Bay. You got to get two. better at that if you're going to be in this business, yeah. son. For All sure. Right, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're teaching you at South who, who was the third? The third was the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals, okay. But they went 3-0. and And then the season. Did they do? They had a pretty good year. The defense went. That was the year the defense did pretty well. They were 11-5 and that year. Yeah. And, yeah. Lost in the divisional but Then they right. went in the tank after that. All right. Well, look, we got that plenty to get into mind. again. I, I, I'm confident. Maybe a little bit more convincing needs for, uh, for Jordan and Scott over here. What say you, Saints fans, as we're live? At uh, Francesca's Deli by Katie's right here, 515 Harrison Avenue. And when we get back, we'll not only continue to talk about that, but also the NBA playoffs continue last night. What did you think of the games? One team didn't show up in their game. In the other, what an unbelievable finish by Milwaukee. Don't forget, though, DraftKings Sportsbook. Did you go do the same game parlays we talked about yesterday? Uh, Remember, one of those was over under Giannis having 29 points. Well, he had 40. How about that? performance for yeah there i bet as well. the under did you but i also bet the bucks well you but can I also, also bet do the warriors with these uh parlays total rebounds total threes made by a player by the team overall it, it's it's fun you can do a bunch of different aspects of it and if you do three or more legs you can get a free bet back up to 25 dollars if one leg doesn't hit so download the DraftKings sportsbook app now if you haven't and you're a new customer bet five dollars on any team use the promo code larose and any NBA team that wins that you bet on, you get $150 in free bets when they do. So go ahead and do that. 800-998-1003. Phone lines are open. Buddy, back over in the LaRose studios. We'll take your call. I want to hear from you, Saints fans. What do you think? I'm, I like the start of the Saints schedule. We'll go through the rest of it when we come back as well. Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Great news for our video poker players. Cash Magic LaRose has reopened. Yes, Cash Magic LaRose is open and bigger and better than ever in our brand new casino right here in LaRose on Highway 308. So come on in and win. You'll always be a VIP. 
Gambling problem 877-770-STOP. Calvin Braxton Ford is your Ford dealer here in Lockport. They want you to know it's important to keep your vehicle running its best. So Calvin Braxton Ford's service department is offering you the works. And all change up to five parts is $39.95 or diesel $129.95. The works includes oil filter change, tire rotation, and multi-point inspection. Get a brake job for $289.95, including brake pads, resurfacing rotors per axle. See our certified diesel tech today at Calvin Braxton Ford, Highway 1 in Lockport. How do you make the most of your mow? Tony and Melissa do it on a John Deere Z-Track mower so they can get as much done as possible. I jump out of the house, a cup of coffee, and I'm at work. It's just really fast. There are millions of ways to make the most of your mow. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. Run with us. Visit Home Attractor today next to the tunnel. The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They'll be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 981003, you'd love to hear from your Saints fans. What do you think? I apparently got to convince Jordan the intern, maybe not for so much long. Are you, you know what? You're still going to be the intern. I don't know about that one, Gus. Uh, it depends Jordan if you pass the, the uh, you know. I got, I got the a, interview. What is this, basically like the lit test? Eh, you never know. I, I don't know. Why am I the only one that feels confident about your New Orleans Saints here? About that schedule, basically completely all leaked now. 7 o'clock, I guess it'll be official. They'll tweet, tweet graphics and all of that. The team, as we mentioned, they will open up the season against the dreaded Atlanta Falcons. Jordan, how many days until that? We have... 122 days. 122 days. Until how many kickoff against the Pigeons. So it's 121 and how many hours? Uh, I don't know. That's too much math. After that, the Saints will host the Yuccaneers and then we'll be at Carolina. That was our first segment talking about the fact that I like starting the season against division opponents. It's a great chance for you to kind of get a quick leg on it. You know the rosters. You know the teams. Shortest differences. I get Atlanta got Drake London. I get it's Marcus Mariota, not Noodle Arm. I get the Saints don't know the health of, you know, Jameis and Mike. I, I get all of that. Well, I, I get it. If everybody has their roster and is healthy is what I'm going with, and I think. Jameis got hurt in what, game I think Jameis will be fine. He should be ready. Okay, I, I do. Um, week four, Saints are at the Vikings, and that's a London game. Now, in the past, guys... Teams that play overseas, the very next week the NFL has done them a little favor and given them the bye week. Not so much this year. <laughs> week five, per the schedule league, Saints host Seattle at noon. The Seahawks. Now, that's a team, guys, I don't know what to think of this year. Right? Who's their will, quarterback? Well, will they make a quarterback move or trade like in training camp or something like, is Baker Mayfield gonna go there? Could that be a possibility? You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, P. 
Pete Carroll says they're they're going with what they have right now. You know? I'm a Mayfield guy. You're a Baker guy? I always have been. I thought he would I think kill it. Yeah, yeah well. man. I mean, it's tough to play in Cleveland. Seahawks after London. Does that concern you at all? Yeah. Jordan? Scott? But, uh, who's their quarterback? Yeah, Again, I, exactly. I, no, they don't scare me. All right. Man. Week um, number five, that is against the Seahawks. Week six. Now, this, this, this did surprise me. Again, per the schedule league, Saints hosting the Bengals at noon. I could have swore this was going to be a Sunday night oh, game, yeah. a Thursday night game, a Monday night game. It is just a Sunday uh, game against the Bengals. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, a couple other LSU Tigers making their return to the Dome. Now, several people think it's... It's actually not a bad thing because then it won't be a Bengals love fest. I don't know if the kickoff will really make that a love fest or not. I think Bengals fans will still make it over here if it is. It's going to be predominantly, obviously, more Saints fans. Um, it's going to be a great game uh, against the Bengals. I'm looking forward to that. What, what? There's going to be a lot of Joe Burrow LSU think so? jerseys in the Superdome that day. All right. 100%. Okay. And then, obviously, after that, you got uh, Week 7 at the Cardinals. That is the first of three primetime games. And that is a Thursday night contest against the Cardinals. That'll be your first look-see, um, Scott and Jordan, against, obviously, the Cardinals and Kyler Murray and things of that nature. Yeah, he'll be playing. Um, one of the other things to kind of look at here is the day before uh, Halloween, it's the Raiders come to town. And that's a team that will be interesting to kind of look at there as well. Huh? What do you think? Oh, the Raiders? Yeah. yeah. I, I, they've, they've kind of been a hot team. I mean, it's, especially at the end of the season last year. I mean, they could, they had a chance to make it um, into the playoffs. So, hey, I'm still looking out for them to be a, a competitive team going forward. And after the Raiders, it's the other Monday, uh, the first of the two Monday night football games, the Ravens on week nine is when that will take place on November 7th. So you're going to see Lamar Jackson. Ooh, Lamar Jackson. See, the the the, Ra- the Ravens are a, are a hard team to kind of pin down every single year. I, I feel like it all depends on what Lamar Jackson does. If, if, if he's, you know, MVP caliber, I think they're a team to be reckoned with. But if he's not going on all cylinders, then I don't think it's the Ooh. most the, the scariest team. Who in the are NFL. their receivers? Well, this year. that's one and of the I, I things think that they're uh, trying to get Lamar's Landry. unhappy about. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, the Saints have been very good at controlling running quarterbacks. I have a lot of faith in this defense. These coaches know what they're doing. Now, by the time that comes around, we have to start talking about injuries. Here we go, you know, man. What 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 is it know? with you and injuries? I mean, and we could get John Forke to come back and quarterback. Now, John did pull up, and I just realized he yeah, pointed to his watch. What, what, yeah, what's with the uh, yeah. the the? the I, pr- I I did tell you noon, and I found out yesterday during the show that we, we were we were starting. Or my bad. Okay, like, what, is, bad. is it? Is you going? <laughs> we blamed you for it's, being late, and then I realized we actually started at eleven. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't we always go twelve to three? We we normally do. Yes, we have high school baseball coming up at two o'clock, so we're an hour okay, early. Well, well, thanks yeah. for thanks for you know. I didn't pass that, that along. I, but yeah. I want to say a comment. You are dealing with the guy who can't throw the football, who plays for the Baltimore Ravens. Don't don't trust me. And, and they say all they want about the receiving core. Why you think the guy wanted to get out of there? Come on. It, it ain't all Brown wanted out of there because he, he knows that 
He'll get the ball thrown to him a lot more with Murray and Arizona than he would have been in, in, in Baltimore. I'm never sold on Jackson. The running ability, and, and he talked about injuries. That's a factor. He is going to be hurt. He's been hurt every season he's played now, not from throwing the football in the pocket. It's from running the football. Granted, he's got talent. That team is good. The conference ain't the greatest in the world they play in. And I still think that Baltimore is going to be there, but only because of the lack of talent they have in other teams. The Pittsburgh struggling. Cleveland's going to have issues. Cincinnati, can they repeat? Uh, the Saints are going to play this team. And I like the fact what he said about injuries. It's later in the year. By the time they get to the New Orleans Saints, he could be nicked up, banged up, but he doesn't throw the ball like, you know, like, like an NFL quarterback. Let's be honest. Well, uh, since you just got here, you'll get your opinion here as well. I'm a little happier than they are, I guess, by looking at the schedule and seeing the first three games being division opponents I at the that. Falcons versus the Bucks at the Panthers. I think the Saints have a better roster than at least two of those. Well, we know off it's two. Bat, okay? We know it too. Falcons and Panthers. Right. And I think you know you can compete with Tampa. So if you're, as a player, if I know division opponents better than not, I like the fact that my first three games are against teams that I know, I'm familiar with, I know their stadium, I know their lock, I know, they're, it's there just, is. I know who they are. I'm more comfortable yep. starting the season that way. I, I agree with that. In fact, you're right. It, it's easier knowing that, hey, we're playing our conference opponent right off the bat. We can set the state, are they going to come after us being 2-0, and 3-1? Oh, and we, we suspect them to be, uh, I mean, 2-0 and oh, or uh, Three, three and zero oh or two and one. We expect the Saints to be either one of those two. Three and zero oh or two and one. That means the others have to catch up with them. They got the early lead. It's like the rabbit in the race, and he's got to sustain that race. Yeah, I like that fact. Now, being that being said, you can't go into knowing that you have other games you got to play throughout the year. Sure. And, and there's other games. Now, I didn't. You sent me the schedule. I looked it over. I didn't quite get that. What? What? Which major games are Monday night? Which major games on, you know, Sunday night? What about Thursday night game? Those all play into it as well. I know they go to London. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and that's a home game being played in London. And so there's a lot of things that's going to be, it's a good schedule. Uh, it's not an easy schedule. And it all, it all goes back to one guy. If Winston can show up and, and, and not hurt this ball club, the Saints will be fine. It's not the hardest schedule actually in the NFC it's South. It's not, right. Um, the Buccaneers actually, per and the NFL over on Twitter that tweeted out 30 minutes ago, Bucks have the fourth hardest schedule, and then the second hardest schedule in the NFC South um, is the Saints with the eighth hardest schedule in the NFL. Ninth uh, hardest schedule is the Falcons, and twelfth hardest schedule is the Carolina Panthers. So, not the easiest road that you have to go through to make the playoffs, but it's not the worst. Schedules, you know, they talk about schedules being hard. Injuries. Injuries are the equalizer of every team. So, I mean, it just depends on who gets lucky and who is staying together throughout the year and who's going to compete. I, John, have a lot of faith in Jameis Winston with this coaching staff. And you said the word. They really, really like You also said the word injuries. Yes. He goes down, say la vie. No, but oui, I'm oui. telling you, man, man. I like well, Andy Dalton. I know what that means. I like about Andy any Dalton, NFL, man. Though. Andy Dalton behind a good offensive line with receivers, I think, can Are you, are you, are you actually think gun. the Saints have a good offensive line? They they got good offensive line from the center, one guard, and a right tackle. You don't know what you get in the right guard 
and left tackle yet. So unless you got four solid players, that you can get away with. But you only got three in my book. Yeah, I but think, I, I, I want to bring Penning, something up. Penning is a project. Well, yeah. I got to get to a quick break. But when we come back, I want to bring up something that I think isn't being talked about or not that I think will be a good thing, John. And I'll hit on that when we come back. Falcons, Bucks, Panthers, Seahawks, Bengals, Cardinals, Raiders, Ravens through week nine is what we've gone through. When we come back, we'll continue as we're live at Francesca's Deli by Katie's. 515 Harrison Avenue is the sports hangover. You got us all the way to 2 o'clock today, right here in your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. A grade C is just average. A grade B, better. But an A? An A is excellent. And an A is what Thibodeau Regional earned for patient safety from the LeapFrog Group, a leading healthcare quality and safety organization. This A in patient safety is yet another confirmation of Thibodeau Regional's commitment to providing patients with the highest quality, safest care. June is Men's Health Month. Abdominal aortic aneurysm, or AAA, is a relatively common condition that can lead to sudden death among older male smokers. Yet AAA is highly treatable if detected early. AAA is usually seen in male smokers over the age of 60. The aneurysm often shows no symptoms and can slowly grow in size over a period of years. As it grows, the chance that it will burst or rupture also grows. Few people will survive a ruptured AAA. Signs of a AAA rupture may include sudden, intense abdominal or back pain and trouble breathing. You may be at increased risk for AAA if you smoke, have high cholesterol or blood pressure, or have a family history of AAA. Men between the ages of 65 and 75 who have smoked should undergo a one-time ultrasound screening test, even if they show no symptoms. Knowing the risk factors for AAA and getting screened can help save your life. For more information, visit radiologyinfo.org. He's back. He's like to sing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. 9981003 Gus Kattengill. Jordan, the intern, is back with us here. He is done school, sir. I am done. Did you pass? I did pass. You're in 11th grade now? Did you make it to 11th grade? Saturday. A little bit higher than that. He will be graduating. Graduating college? Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, yes. Massive congrats to Jordan. It was just a little time ago. We thought we you know, we we were getting, we like 11th grade, 10th grade. I remember. I was at Big Easy Sports. I was doing the show and some kid walks in and goes, hey, uh, I'm your intern. I'm like, I have no idea who you are. Apparently he had talked to, was it Charlie? Yeah, Charlie truck. a truck. Somebody. Somebody. Yeah. Somebody told him to show up. I think we were at Mahoney's, actually. 
<laughs> he didn't have a. He, he didn't quite have a child back then, did he? You remember? I, you know? I don't have a child. What well, do you I thought we. I thought you said you. I thought we. I thought we. Sarah. I thought we. Sarah. Did, did, did we ever? Did she ever have a child? That? Did More importantly, deny. She does. She yeah, does have a child. She did. Yeah. No. Does not mine. Does it look anything like him? Let's just, pull it up. Let's pull it up. We have to do that. We're, Maybe we'll, uh, we're gonna have to do next. Maybe next you, show. Can do, you can go like Maury Povich, and we'll have Sarah on next yep. time. We'll, we'll get DNA testing yeah, done. We'll too. do that right here. Yes, right I got here. the envelope in my hand. Yes, yes. We'll get the DNA proud. results. Say, not mm. the father. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part about that is like when it is. You see the guy like celebrating. I mean, yeah. like, like they don't know prior uh, to they getting on the show, right? Anyway, <laughs> um, all right. So Falcons. Falcons. Saints will open up the season against the Falcons 122 days until the Dirty Birds and the Black and Gold get it on and uh, get going. I am I am of the of the of the side of I like the fact my first three games are opponents of the division because I know their rosters. I believe in my heart of hearts the Saints have a stronger roster than the Falcons and Panthers. I understand everybody has new players and new things as well. They have, John, uh, the Falcons have a new quarterback in Desmond Ritter. I don't think he's starting uh, no, one. It's Marcus, it's Mariota, Marcus Mariota. Right? To, to that happens here as well. Also, the Buccaneers, we know what's coming back from that aspect of it. Uh, you know, and, and but you know, well, they got a new head coach. You know, that's the only thing, but it's it still got Brady and. Well, and to your point, Brady. this, that's going to be the second game of Leftwich being the offensive coordinator, right. Powell's being the head coach overall. And it's very similar to what the Saints are sort of doing. You have the defensive coordinator being the head coach, right. just like Todd. And then you have um, the offensive coordinator being the full offensive coordinator, just like Byron Leftwich. You have, scares me a little you know, bit. Um, over here in New Orleans. So Carmichael. Pete Carmichael. So I, it is going to be interesting to look at it from that perspective. All right, so we went all the way through week number nine. Falcons, Bucks, Panthers. Vikings in London, week five. It's the Seahawks here. Bengals here, week six at noon. At the Cardinals, Thursday night football, week seven. Host the Raiders, October 30th, the day before Halloween. And host the Ravens, Monday night football, week nine, November 7th. So let's get to week 10. At the Steelers. Now, I guess to me, I look at it in Jordan. I couldn't wait for this one. Uh Uh-oh. John and Scott. Will Mitch Trubisky be the quarterback, or will it be Kenny Pickett when the Saints face the Steelers at Pittsburgh on Week 10, November 13th? If you can if, start. if Kenny Pickett is the starting quarterback, I will finally have to just take Mitch Trubisky behind the barn and put him out of his misery. <laughs> that's it. And, then I'm, just, and I'm just going to say, you know what? I only have one quarterback <laughs> now, and that's Justin Herbert. Okay, John, could Mitch Trubisky uh, be the quarterback? Yeah, I, I think, think, I think he can. I, no, I think he can. The only reason why they'd go with Pickett is the fact that because they picked him one, they want to give him. I mean, what's the leash going to be on, on, on Trubisky? I mean, my take is let Pickett sit for a year. The kid ain't ready to play in the NFL. I don't care what anybody says. There's only a few that can come out the NFL and go play for it. Pittsburgh is pretty much stacked with some good defensive guys. They have a good running game, up-and-coming offensive line. They just need a guy to manage. And I think Trubisky can manage. The only problem I see in in Pittsburgh is this, and people have got to realize this. They do have one of the worst offensive coordinators of all of football. And we all know where he was at for a while. In Baton Rouge, the guy is not very good. Kennedy, uh, a candidate or Kennedy, as the name is, mm-hmm. not very good at calling the plays. That's the difference between what's going to happen with Trubisky 
or pick. So if Trubisky's playing bad because he's calling bad plays and they, they make an adjustment, and if Pickett goes in there and he plays just as bad, then what's going to happen? Well, the it thing about it, Pick, Scott, it to your Pickett's future. Well, and here's the other thing: there's a lot of people that feel that Pittsburgh is a playoff ready team. And they were saying if Rodgers had gone, they were a Super Bowl team because of their defense. Right. So in this case, Mike Jordan. Trubisky, again, though, is going to have a team that has a good defense. Because when he was with the Bears in the year they made the playoffs and played the Saints here, they, they a had a good the defense. Bears. But Didn't the guy they? can't get a first down, so I'm just letting you know there. The Bears had a horrible offensive coordinator. Bears had and a bad, horrible coach. Horrible yes. coaches. Right. The, Bears right. are, the Bears are a dumpster fire. Yes. At least he's going to a team where I think is the best coach in the league. I think Mike Tomlin is like always Tomlin, in it. He's always competitive. He always has great defenses. The offensive coordinator does concern yeah, me. Yeah, he could be worse than Carl Smith. Oh man! But I just had I just had a slight slight little heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, run right, run left, run up the middle. All right, punt teams. But, I mean, you know, I don't think that they will. Uh, the the great coach Mark Schlesinger just walked up. There Not he buddy, is, man. There he is, the Oyster um, Schlesinger, right? The the Oyster Schlesinger yes. fame. So I I just but I think, unfortunately. I think Trubisky has potential, but he's been in so many bad situations, and this this one's better. But well, like like Jordan said, just said, I feel, I feel like, like Jordan I'm, just said, if if he can't get it done here, come here, buddy. Yeah, let's come here. Behind the shed real quick. Yeah, but what's what's what if he can't get it done? Yeah, you, you what want is the he four, it Yeah, he's not okay. throwing four thousand yards. I mean, it's a good point. What, a, what do I need what, Mr. Biscuit to do? Not lose me games. Not Pittsburgh. lose. Not 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 throw a turnover when it's a crucial situation. That, a we, we all know quarterbacks go throw turnovers. I mean, they're going to have turnovers. We know Say that again throw. because I feel like there's people that believe the second Jameis Winston throws the interception, it's over. No, let like, me say something. Now, if he's got twenty at the midterm, oh, if he's got if he's got ten in three weeks, oh. And then he only had two last year. He only had two last year. All right, I want to get into this real quick. This is, a, and Jordan knows this from doing the show with me for years, and you do as well, John. I always use the word gauntlet. I always look at the part of the season, the part of the schedule where I'm like, okay, look, this is your rough stretch, regardless of injuries. I'm just looking at what I potentially think will be good teams, more than likely, yeah. whether it's on the road here and that time of the year. To your point that you've been bringing up, Scott, um, you get to the midway point and the end of the season, John, you know this, you're not healthy. Drew said this all the time. By week four or five, you're bumps and bruises, right. and now you have to get it all the way to January. You guys have noticed that I just finished week 10 at the Steelers. I did not mention bye yet. The Saints for the last several years have normally had an early bye. I have not mentioned that yet, and it won't be just yet. Here's my gauntlet. After the Steelers, really? week 11, host the Rams. They're defending Super Bowl champs. Week 12 at the 49ers. Yeah, that's tough. 325 game. The following week, you're at the Buccaneers on Monday Night Football, and then you have your bye on week 14. To me, if I'm looking at the schedule, that's my doozy. That's my doozy. I mean, it's Rams, 49ers, Bucks. But if that's the case, then I kind of think the rest of the schedule Normally, my gauntlet's four or five games or something like that. I don't know. What do you well, think you of that throw, stretch? You, you could actually throw Pittsburgh. You could start okay. at Pittsburgh. Let's I mean, start with you, Pittsburgh. You that you, is a good team. You're right. I mean, you you're got, right. You know, Ravens too. You know, I mean that. You know, so you can, I'm saying this: if you're getting it to the end of the last week in October to the end of November, that to me is your gauntlet time. That's when who who are you playing in that time? 
I don't like the fact they got a bye week and a 14th game in the season. Yeah. If I'm a player, yeah. who cares then? You've already fought through that and you want to get a bye. Let's just go get the season over with. We play. Right. What if they're playing really good and you get a bye week? Well, that's not good for uh, you. The, the only the thing, Scott, that bye week needed, be, needed to come after the Steelers. I, I would think, you know, I think anybody, any, all teams should be bye weeks after the, no, Eighth or tenth game of the season, the you, only, you can't get past that. The, the only, the only thing that I think will be, I would say, beneficial is Tampa Bay. The last two years has had a late, if not the second to last or last week week of bye, and I want to say week six through fourteen are bye weeks. So the Saints are getting it in the last week that there is available for buys. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can think of is it is at nice rest before you close out your final four games. Falcons at the Browns at the Eagles Panthers. So maybe it, it, it helps. I, I don't know or not, but that is where your buy is. Now that final four games, like I talked about, you have the Falcons at home in week 15. Saturday, December 24th, Christmas Eve, you're at Cleveland. So that's a cold weather game. The following week, January 1st, New Year's Day, you're at the Eagles. That's a cold no, weather no. game. And then you close out at home against the Panthers on January 8th. And the Eagles have owned the Saints the last couple of years without and even look, having a Why do we always have to play at Philadelphia? Yeah, right. That's it's a amazing. good point. When was the last time the Eagles played? Yeah. So I had the playoff game. What do you think, Jordan, of the, the final four games? I, I think it was the year we beat them, Mac, when I was playing. That was the last time they played here, huh? The Falcons. You, you're talking about the Falcons, Browns, Eagles, and Panthers? Yes. But the, and two of those being back to back cold weather games. I could see you. I mean, I those see, legit I see, will be cold weather. I yeah. see three and one. I do too. Three and one. Three and one. Yeah. Wow. I wow. See three and one. Really? It, it it goes back to the the injury factor. It goes back to where you're at record wise. Are they still in a playoff picture, or are they like mediocre because they they they, they don't know if they can make it or not? Two and two could be it. You know, I, I, I'm gonna go at the end of the year just because I think two and two because for whatever reason they don't play well in Philly. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, they don't. Going to Cleveland, Cleveland still got some players, but then again, the cold weather could be a factor. Well, judging by the way they went and, and did what they did this year, remember, they went and got Deshaun Watson because I believe they've really paid attention to your screaming aids and all these people that have convinced everybody that the Cleveland Browns were a quarterback away no. from a Super Bowl contender. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there. Either. I, I don't, I, I get no. all these people keep saying that they have all this talent in the AFC. Now again, the Saints are going to be facing some quarterbacks this year, and it's the one that they they went after, Deshaun Watson. Now, he doesn't scare me. I'll tell you, <laughs> what did he do in Texans in the Houston right. team? He, what did they do? What did he do? He exactly. had talent, guys. Come on. Exactly. He had a good defense. Exactly. He had receivers. He had a good – their team was good. In a weak division, what – he put a lot of numbers up, but I can show you another guy who's playing for the New Orleans Saints right now who put numbers up at – 30-30 club. Nobody wants to be in that one. But he also put 5,000. I remember quarterback for the New Orleans Saints that threw 5,000, 5,000, 5,000. His record was 7-9, 7-9, So get off the fact about, oh, this great quarterback. Look, he's a good quarterback until he can prove something, win a playoff game and, and get him somewhere. Cleveland's not that team. I agree. He's going to Cleveland. They got a lot. Who's their receiving core? Oh, by the way, who are they going to be able to sign paying him $240 million? Correct. Who else is going to be on that yeah. team? So oh, yeah. That's a very good point. And again, it's one of those things why you heard me the day after that news came out. It was the Monday because he had agreed over the weekend. Jordan, you remember I opened up that show. 
Whew. You might have had a, you had to get you <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> no, I, no. It, it, was, it was a sigh of relief. I was glad that the Saints did not. Win oh that, yeah, that yeah. Well, I understand, but I was like, "How much they giving this man?" Yeah, I, and again, he's I done nothing be from it from the first round picks, free agents. from the first yeah. round picks to the money guaranteed. I think the Saints got lucky. Oh yeah, the Saints are smart. That's not, just me, right? You can say whatever you want. John Forcade, Scott Craig, Jordan, the intern, Gus Cattengill. We're live at Francesca's Deli. Here on Harrison Avenue, 515, nestled between West End Boulevard and Canal Boulevard. Phone lines are open, 800-998-1003. No, you're not wrong, even though I didn't tell John. We're an hour early today and an hour early to end because of high school baseball. It's the Sports Hangover in your home for Pelicans Basketball, ESPN New Orleans. You ready to get started? Come on, I'm always ready. What are you guys doing? Getting ready to make a radio ad. Oh, okay. Let me hear it when you're done. It's good to be back. Three, two, one. I'm Bobby Ramsey, and today I'm proud to announce that my brother Wes has returned from his adventures to become the head of jewelry services at Ramsey's. Return from my adventures? What am I supposed to say to something like that? Wes is a graduate of the Gemological Institute of America. And I spent 15 years learning fine jewelry design from my grandfather, Bob Ramsey, and my father, Robert. Wes is taking charge of jewelry manufacturing and jewelry repair and all the other wonderful services offered by Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers. I look forward to seeing you when you come in. Are we done? No, we're waiting on that guy that tells people how to get here. You mean that guy that sounds like Tony the Tiger? Here he comes. Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers is the largest diamond store in Louisiana on veterans between Bonneville and West End and Metairie. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good. Really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it out. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless. Now offering our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with 5 gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. The $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wood. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. There it is. Had to wait for that to take place. The drop. What's up, Jordan? How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Good I, to see you. It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day underneath the uh, the canopy here on the patio of Francesca's Deli. By Katie's Scott, you just gave us the official word where we will be next Thursday because every Thursday we're doing the crew of Katie's. Uh, John will be at one of the Good. three different area restaurants. Uh, and where are we going next week? Katie's. Baby. Katie's. Get back Katie's. out there on Iberville. Iberville. Yes. Um, old, uh, I, I told Scott that's where I saw the, the, the white Bronco chase sitting at the bar. No kidding. 
sitting at the bar with one of my golf buddies, Doc Books, sat there and we watched the whole ordeal with the Bronco Chase at Katie's. Wow. I've uh, seen a lot at Katie's over 29 years. <laughs> I bet you have. You, you know, know, John, that was, uh, I was at, that was actually the first time I was there not to enjoy the Sunday Never been on, was mimosa never, brunch. Never been on yes. a Sunday. You, you say yes. that too loud. Tanya's going to want to go there if you if you got some kind of it's mimosa highly, deal. It, it's it's bottomless. I'm in trouble then. She bottomless. Must, all right, we'll have to take Sangria's her. too, right? It's really cool, huh? On Sunday, huh? I'm going to have to take her because when, when you mention that. What are you doing Sunday? <laughs> you don't have to ask me twice. She's working <laughs> Sunday. You just got to text me and tell me you come. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to get your number before I leave here because we we man. She killing me with that. Do you probably do? It's probably the same. Is it the same number? Same number. Same number. And that picture that you actually you have saved on your phone is from the mimosas. I know. I didn't think that. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, and that's why I, I was like that in that picture. <laughs> I hope nobody heard have, that. Have you seen Jordan's uh, picture that I have saved as his profile? Oh, Jesus. He's holding his baby. Uh, no, he did not. No, no, no John baby. is spreading this yeah, rumor. No baby. Oh, I have a kid. Um, uh, do you know? Jordan's you? face is all painted up. Oh, my Lord. This is when, when it, where did you well, go again? Spring Hill? Yeah, Spring Hill. What Wait a minute. This is like, like eighth grade? No, this was, what, two years ago? Oh, they, no way. Was no way. You, 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 you know. Maybe two. You're I still know. All a teenager I, All I know now. is that it was him and, like, another buddy. How many How many of y'all? Just me and another guy. That's it. And y'all yeah, paint each other's face. And, and where, where were you doing? You it, it was like a watermelon bash. Yeah, but who was throwing the watermelon Like sororities. I'm sorry? Sororities. Like more than one. Yeah. Yeah. Like three sororities. Right, exactly. yeah, you might want to be on the low end telling just you and your buddy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. he had a good time. I he see that. 800 is the way to chime into the conversation. Saints fans want to hear from you. Tony, thank you for holding on through the break, sir. How are you? Thank you for calling. What's up, man? Yes, sir. Thank you guys for taking my call. Thank you, sure. uh, Gus and uh, John Forkhead. Let me ask you a quick question, man. Uh, being a lifelong New Orleans Saints fan, I want to find out, and I want to, you know, John being an Ole Miss uh, uh, Rebel and, and, and playing his college football there, why the Saints didn't look at that quarterback, man? That would have been a steal, you know, in one of the, the later rounds to get that quarterback from Ole Miss because Jameis Winston's coming off an injury, man. We don't know, you know, what he's going to bring to the table, and I want to get you guys' input on that. You okay. got Andy Dalton. Well, here's my. Here, I'm gonna tell you really quick on the, on the scenario with the Saints and quarterback. A lot of other teams, in my book, were looking for a quarterback. Uh, the, the, the Carolina Panthers. They they don't know what they got with with uh, with their quarterback situation. That's why they went and they drafted uh, Matt Corral. The Saints. Other they needed an O lineman and a wide receiver. There's no doubt about that's what they need now. They can go next year and get a quarterback, but they need better quarterbacks in next year's draft. But the quarterbacks in this year's draft, in all honesty, from what I've heard, people I've talked to, there's no way. They, they, some of them said Pickett should be a number one draft pick. The, the, the kid from Liberty fell off like a horse, you know. Fall, he's falling on the ground. Everybody, they, they should have all gone further down. They could have got a veteran backup quarterback, which which they did with Andy, Andy Dalton. That's fine. And, you know, if, if Winston can't survive this year, then. They'll go in next season. Tony, I, I will I will say it like this, and Scott and Jordan can give your, your takes here as well. Because you were saying he came off of an injury, and we don't know what we have in him. I know that you know a lot more about Jameis Winston than you do for Matt Corral. Right. A. B, it's where the teams are. John's point with Carolina, they, there's no identity. I don't know if Matt Rule's going to survive most of the season, if at all, right? What's their philosophy? He's gone through two or three different offensive coordinators. I feel, I think it's a nice pick for them for Corral um, that to eventually build on that aspect. But where the Saints are currently, 
they're a playoff contending team, that roster. And you mentioned him coming off of an injury. He did get injured, and he blew his knee out. But Joe Burrow quarterbacked in the Super Bowl with a double limit blown out knee as well last year. Those and God, injuries. Have question for hold on, one quick sec. One, those injuries today are a lot easier to. Jameson Williams got selected high in the first round, and he is coming off of an ACL injury in the championship game. So, I think what you know is the quarterback that had 14 TDs, two interceptions behind, as John mentioned, a horrible offensive line, and as Scott and I talked about, a terrible receiving core. You give him all of that stuff. I know. I think what I'm going to get out of Jameis Winston. So that's why I think they went that route, Tony. What's your next question is, Tony? Yeah, my next question is, guys, and I don't know if y'all know the answer to this. I might have to call y'all business office. But y'all owner, uh, the politician, Chuck Disclare, I looked him up on the Internet, trying to find out, man. I mean, you guys have great programming uh, here in New Orleans. But, you know, I researched y'all and saw that y'all tower was down to Bayou, down, I believe, in Thibodeau, a Lockport. Does the owner ever have any, uh, you know, initiative to move the tower closer to New Orleans to get a better signal out this way? <laughs> I'll let Gus handle that one. I will answer that very easily. It has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that you can't just pick up a tower and move it, my friend. That's sort of like saying, yeah, hey, he's Scott, right, let, let's, pick up, uh, let's pick up this restaurant and just move it down move to my it to house. And it doesn't work that way. Um, yeah. The FCC, look that up on Google and see how that goes. you got to apply for licenses, and that license not only is assigned to LaRose, but that tower as well. And, hey, I, I, I'll tell you what, though. I will build one. Just got to give me a couple of million yeah. uh, and then apply for the we license, get it approved, that. and then you also have to and hope John that that, that signal doesn't interfere with another station that has. Yeah, it's it's a lot more, bud. Than, a lot uh, more politics going in yeah. just what you think. It's, it's money. <laughs> It's money and it's government, so it's and a lot more. Speaking of that. when you were playing, for I mean, uh, tune in radio app, my friends. The best right. way I can tell you, I tell you, it is that's, absolutely it's, clean. It's clear. Tune it's in clear. radio app. It's in your car, and yep. I can promise you, most people probably drive with a car. Ten bucks plug a in. month or something. Well, so you can free. get it for free. You can get it for free. You got the premium. A Bear was talking about when he held out. He was fighting over a million dollars a year. Right back I in remember. the day Crazy. when you guys yeah. played. I mean, it's insane how much these guys are getting paid. Now, speaking of millions. Yeah. But anyway, I know I went on to another subject. But, yes, we can build a tower right out here in front of Francesca if you give us some money. Yeah. If you more like, we can start up. What, what is it? What do you Go call fund them? Go Go fund me. Go fund me. more than happy to do that. Um, hey, while you're at it. Let's go fund we could me. All, Jordan could use a raise now because you're going to be an employee, right? Yes, yeah. I could use yeah, a raise. We've got to pay for his for salary. Us. Exactly right. I could do that as well. Um, 800-998-1003. So that's hour one, hour two still to come. Don't forget, you got us to 2 o'clock today, 2 o'clock today, as we're going to have high school baseball coming up here at 2 o'clock, Class 4A semifinal. South Terrebonne taking on Lakeshore. That's why we're on at 11. Sorry, John, I forgot That's to right. tell you. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 11 to 2. Also, Scott, as we uh, wrap up our number one, Brother Martin taking on Curtis over at SLU at 2 o'clock. Why are these games getting played at 2 o'clock for starters? I don't know, bro. Well, don't is, know. It, um, is it the first game? I think it's the first game in their series. It, it, yeah, I know, but 2 right, o'clock. Let's play at the hottest point of the day. Well, not just that. People are working. Maybe, I mean, it's, it's, maybe, maybe I mean, they don't have stadiums, guys. I'm just saying. The Miami Crusaders play today? Yes, yeah. at 2 o'clock well, two against o'clock. Curtis. At Kirsch? 
No, at no, SLU. Uh, SLU. Oh, at they got to find stadiums. I don't Probably know why is it over there. Why, they, got, go. they got a couple over here yeah, on Airline Drive. I, I don't, I don't, yeah, anyway, right. don't get me started. Guys, we've got Coach Mark Schlesinger and Coach Joe Sherman in the house. Today. There we go. Well, maybe we wow. can ask them. Yeah, them. They'll know. They'll know. Sports Hangover continues with Hour 2 next, live from Deli here in Lakeview on ESPN New Orleans.